Blog Talk Radio. Calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's a show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Happy Father's Day, everybody. I hope you're enjoying a good Father's Day, Grandfather's Day, father-in-law, what have you. Um, Yeah, it's all good, so... Uh, And if your father is not around, in remembrance of your father, I just want to send out uh, good and happy wishes. Alrighty, so we're talking today about the importance of Father's Day. In a 1991 study called The Father's Effect, The Father Effect, it revealed about a dozen benefits that an active, involved father has with their kids. We now know that fathers affect their children's lives pre-birth, during birth, and even during infancy. It was formerly thought that, you know, dads shouldn't get involved until the kids were walking, talking, and trying to learn how to ride their bike, right? But no, turn the clock back even, you know, further back in time than that dads have an effect on the kid's life. So the good news is, is that dads are more involved than ever. Every day we keep learning more and more about the positive effects that dads can make. So if you want to call in on this topic, I am energized and ready to take your call. You can do so at 323 Six four two one six seven seven. Again, that number is three two three six four two one six seven seven. Or I can catch you right here on the chat line. I'll be looking for you. Blogtalkradio.com. Blogtalkradio.com forward slash dt Linda Gross forward slash dt Linda Gross. All right, so let's dive in, shall we? What is the Father's Day? Well, in the U.S., it's always the third Sunday of June, and Father's Day is an occasion to celebrate the contribution that your father has made to your life. So legally, Father's Day is a state holiday in Arizona. However, because it always falls on a Sunday, most state government offices and employees observe their Sunday schedule on do do not observe this because it falls on a Sunday, right? Because they're already off. Unfortunately, it is not an official holiday. It's not a federal holiday, I should say, in other states. So yay, Arizona. Okay, so Mother's Day was first celebrated in 1907. It was to recognize women who cared for wounded soldiers on both sides of the American Civil War and later continued on to address public health issues. 
Okay, so where did Father's Day come from? Well, it was started from a memorial service that was held in 1908 for a large group of men, many whom were fathers, who were killed in a mining accident in Monoga, West Virginia, in December of 1907. So that's how it got started. So... I guess they decided that dads were important to honor as well. So, what is this father effect? Well, kids who grow up with a present, engaged dad are less likely to drop out of school, wind up in jail, compared to children with absent fathers and no other male male caretakers or role models. So when children have a close relationship with their father figures, they tend to avoid high-risk behaviors, and they are less likely to have sex at a young age. They're more likely to have high-paying jobs and have healthy, stable relationships when they grow up. They also tend to have higher IQ test scores by the age of three and endure fewer psychological problems through their lives when dads take the role of an active father. Although these benefits of having an engaged dad are called the father effect, there is definitive research that shows that fathers are important for a child's development. As strange as that might sound, fatherhood is an emerging field of study. Well, fancy that. Almost daily, scientists are publishing conclusive data illustrates how men can both help and hurt their children. They are also evaluating how the men can be better dads. Some results are relatively obvious, like ugly divorces really aren't that great for kids. Other findings are much more subtle. So not, for example, not everyone would guess that there is a consistent correlation between a father figure's presence and a lack of aggression in kids, meaning that the aggression goes down with a present dad. Makes sense, right? Another point is that dad sticking around reduces the risk of female delinquency. So how about that? All right. So there needs to be a minimum amount of time spent together to realize the effects of the father effect, right? But more importantly than the quantity of time, is the quality of time, meaning that just watching TV together isn't going to help much. The great news for society, and in my opinion, one of the few, one of the very few things that, that one of the very few good things that came out of women's lib is that current fathers want to be more involved, and they are more, more involved. So, yay, dads. Okay, so... Here's some new technology. Fatherhood starts with sperm, right? Actually, it starts before conception. So let's take a look at this. So because of technology, we have learned that the DNA in sperm pass genetic diseases on to their kids. Well, that was yesterday. You know, now we have DNA testing 
to rule these issues out. So one way to decrease the odds of passing along the most debilitating diseases is to seek genetic counseling before conceiving, especially if you're a member of the high-risk group. So testing can rule out things like epileptic seizures, sickle cell anemia, which affects African-American men, which is a blood disorder, or Tay-Sachs disease, which affects Ashkenazi, Jews, and French Canadians, which th this particular disease, disease involves a progressive destruction of the nervous system. So if you just have a trait for one of these negative diseases, that means one parent has it. But if both parents carry the trait, then the child definitely will get the disease. So anyway, this genetic testing will see if the child is going to get one plus one traits, which means they're going to get you know, an illness which may what might might make you reconsider procreating, right? If you if only one person is the carrier, then there's a fifty percent chance that the kid won't get it. All right. Okay. Also, father's vices might impact their sperm. Well, who knew that, right? So we now know that the decisions a man makes before conception can have lifelong impacts on his kids. Studies suggest that men who binge drink before conception are more likely to have kids with congenital heart diseases and who, ab who also abuse alcohol. Well, fancy that. Don't want to go there, do we? Poor dietary choices in men can lead to negative pregnancy outcomes like cancer, diabetes, autism, and schizophrenia. Have you noticed that autism is just like off the charts these days? Hmm, so maybe what you're eating and drinking really does have a huge effect. All right, check it out. At least one study suggests that men who are stressed before conception may predispose their offspring to high blood sugar. Hmm, again, have you noticed all the millions of people who have diabetes these days? So probably there is some nutritional, you know, connection here with all these studies. All right, so we know that nutritional, hormonal, and psychological environments provided by the mother permanently alters organ structure, cellular response, and gene expression in her offspring. So that part we already know, right? The new part that is currently being studied is that the same thing is true with fathers. So factors like his lifestyle or how old he is can be reflected in molecules that control gene function. My, oh my. All right. So what else? Well, good dads are hatched. So what do I mean by that? Meaning that it takes a minute and takes some forethought and some act measures to create 
good dads. So let's talk about that. Let's take a quick break. We'll talk about that when we come back from the break. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking today about the importance of Father's Day. All right. We will catch you right back after the break. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off. Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking today about the importance of Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, everyone. All right, so here's where we left off. Dads are hatched, meaning that we have to put some conscious effort into producing good dads, right? So until the 1960s, seldom uh, were experts seldom encouraged dads to take part in parent groups, to participate during labor, or to even care for infants. It was generally understood that dads existed to teach their toddlers to walk and maybe to teach their kids how to play catch, but skip over all the baby stuff. Yuck. Until the kid is talking and walking, dads didn't want to have anything to do with that. All right, but the past few decades of research suggests that the earlier a dad gets involved, the better. Fathers who are actively involved in labor are effectively developing relationships with their children. The added benefit of this step leads to stronger early attachment to the baby. And ain't that a good thing? Now, 
a recent study on paternal involvement during pregnancy and labor claims that dads who are actively involved and invested in the baby before they are born disproportionately remain involved in the child's life. Well, how great is that? So why wouldn't you want to do that? And the more paternal involvement means better outcomes for the kids. So pregnancy and labor are when the groundwork for the father effect begins and its importance cannot be over. Dated. By the way, if you want to call in on this topic, do so, 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677. I know you have this number on your speed dial, right? So put it to good use, right? And if you're not calling me, I'm going to look for you on the chat line, blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com, forward slash DT Linda Gross, forward slash DT Linda Gross. All right. Okay, so good dads and engaged father figures. So dads who live with their kids and take time out of their days to attend important events are far more likely to have a positive effect than absent fathers. Of course, that makes sense. So dads who live apart from their kids, here are some options that might help. Writing letters, phone calls, and video calls. Even if you're not in physical proximity, knowing that your dad cares and wants to be involved to the extent that they can is really important. As a backup, Buying love isn't the worst idea. There is evidence that financial support of kids is good for their outcomes. If dads provide for their children, that also goes a long way. Warmth is also a key factor in engaging with kids. Fathers who spend a lot of time with their kids but are dismissive or insulting tend to only have negative impacts, so avoid those qualities. Low-quality fathering involves behaving coldly towards one's children. Insulting them or engaging in problem behaviors are largely incompatible with being a present and an engaged father. So, what is a good father to an infant and toddler? Well, Many fathers find themselves wondering why should they even bother investing time and energy into infants who, for at least another couple of years, won't care or won't even remember. (laughs) Well, that was the old way of thinking and the research shows otherwise. One study found that infants attained higher cognitive scores at age one, if their fathers were involved in their lives when they were one month old. Preterm infants similarly scored higher at 36 months if their dads played an active role from birth. Okay, a separate study found that infants who played with their dads at nine months enjoyed similar benefits. Alrighty. Okay. 
So when infants transition into toddlers, the father effect becomes even more pronounced. Studies suggest that when fathers are involved in everyday tasks like dinner, playing in the backyard, rather than one-off occurrences, toddlers and young children benefit. Dads also seem to offer a unique touch, suggesting that fathers are better than mothers at teaching children how to swim, for example. Why? Because they are less overprotective and are more likely to let their children venture into the deep end or swim facing away from them. I do agree. (laughs) All right. Sons especially need their dads. So in the book, Do Fathers Matter? The author describes how U.S. boys whose fathers were off fighting World War II during their childhoods later had trouble forging relationships with others as they matured. Similar studies cited in the book showed that sons who grow up without fathers or with disengaged fathers tend to be less popular in preschool. Boy, so you're setting those negative behaviors in stone at a very early age. Stop doing that. Broadly, the research suggests that boys lean on their fathers more than anyone else as they develop social skills. One large study of nearly 9,000 adults confirmed that a father's death affects sons more strongly than it does daughters, leading to similar health problems seen after an ugly divorce. So kids, even very young kids, need their dads. And despite conventional wisdom, daughters need them too, but for different reasons. All right, so what good is a good dad to a daughter? Well, most studies suggest until children hit puberty, the father effect is roughly equal for boys and girls. Both boys and girls who have dads in their lives excel and in some cases uh, outperform their peers. How nice is that, right? Okay. So when the hormones kick in, here's where the differences also start to kick in. It turns out that dads suddenly become the arbiters of their children's sexual behavior. Teen girls take fewer sexual risks if they have a strong relationship with their dads, period. So there's a direct correlation here. A father who is cold or disengaged may promote their daughter's unrestricted sexual behavior. study that tracked 101 sister pairs between the ages of 18 and 36, they found that when the older sister grew up with an active, warm father and the younger sister was raised in a broken home or perhaps after the father had become less engaged, the older one uh, grew up to largely avoid casual, unprotected sex, while the younger one often embraced those qualities. Uh Uh-oh. A study examined how two women with similar genetics 
who were raised under similar environmental conditions might differ in their sexual risk-taking. The study suggests that daughters with disengaged fathers lead them to believe that they shouldn't expect men to invest meaningfully in long-term relationships, so they just settled for casual flings. So what happens when a dad disappears? Well, the absence of dad means the absence of benefits. For dads who live far away, what they do for their children doesn't have much of an impact. Reading bedtime stories and putting their kids to bed makes a big difference. And consistency matters as well. So children who lose a father to death or incarceration usually suffer more than those who have uninvolved fathers. Kids of incarcerated dads face harder challenges than if the fathers had died or left due to divorce. Kids whose dads died are better off than the kids who went through a divorce. Wow. Okay. So now you have the the, the timeline, timeline and intensity of these uh, events and what they mean to kids. So how to be a good dad. Well, there's a lot that goes into being a good dad, I ain't going to lie. But parenting well, caring for your children, and modeling good behavior are great ingredients to raising happy, healthy kids. Dads need to realize that their kids are always watching and that what they do matters. Mm -hmm. Fathers are important teachers in what his children are learning about life in general, about morality, about how people should treat one another, about relationships, and it gives us parents an opportunity to correct problem traits that we inherited from our parents. All right. So let's uh, see what else is going on here. Thank you for listening to our show today. I really appreciate it. Please tell your friends and family. There's lots of ways that you can show your love. If you happen to like our show today, you can listen, call, subscribe, chat, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, advertise with me, start with my Amazon link, download my app, and buy my book on Amazon. What's the name of the book? Well... It is The Science of Mastering Women, The Science of Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. All right? The Science of Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. Where can you get it? On Amazon. You can download in a few seconds. Or what most men do is they request Amazon to send you the paperback, which takes about five days or so. But I think what they do is when you do that, you automatically get the ebook, so you get two for the price of one. Might as well just do that while you're waiting around for the five days. You can start in on the ebook, so you actually have both formats right there. So that's what I would do. And if you're an Amazon Prime member, you can download that ebook for free. All right? So make that happen. If you want me to sign your book, 
the first way is you have Amazon ship it to me. The second way is if you already have a book, send it to me, I'll sign it and ship it back, right? So all of those instructions on how and where, et cetera, just go to my website, themensadvocate.com, themensadvocate.com, scroll down to the bottom, and there's a place there that says sign my book. You can click on that, and it'll give you the instructions. Okay, if you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about difficult people. I'm sure we can all relate to the feeling of being put upon and irritated by some people, and most of the time we feel powerless to stop accommodating them. Although we take issue with their behavior or implicit demands, it's not so easy to set limits. Even though they make us feel bad, a part of us still wants to genuinely help them. But we really don't know how. So what can we do? So have a listen to last week's show right here on Blog Talk Radio. Or better yet, go to Spotify iTunes or the TuneIn app to get all seven years of my show. If you're a new listener, you can do some binge listening and catch up. In the event that you're not on these platforms, just type into your search bar, The Men's Advocate Show, The Men's Advocate Show, and hopefully we will show up on your favorite podcasting platform. My friend and colleague, Aaron Clary, he has a brand new book out. It's called The Menu, Life Without the Opposite Sex. So for all of human history, men and women have come together to form families. It may have been common, it may have been routine, but that's what they did. Generation after generation for all of human history, men and women formed families. Well, that is until now. So he is answering the question for you, is partnering up good for you in 2022? (laughs) I know many men would say not so much, right? All right. So you got to check out his new book. It's called The Menu. I'll put it in my social media link so you can just click on it. You can catch it on Amazon. It's doing super well. The Menu. Catch that. All right. I want to thank you again for joining our show today. It was so great to have you. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Father's Day, and we will catch you this coming week right here on Blog Talk Radio. So check us out. This is the Men's Advocate Show, the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross, and we'll catch you next time right here on Blog Talk Radio. Bye for now.